Jeffrey Herlin's MXGP of Germany. A perfect weekend, really. One, one, one. And I don't think he put a foot wrong at all. No, that, that's good, right? I mean, like, you know, it was a was a good weekend. You know, I think it was important yesterday to be first in pre-qualifying, to have the inside gate. And from there on, we could pull off a whole shot. So very, uh, very happy with that. And, uh, you know, to, to come out on top today with, you know, both motor wins and really been, I think it was pretty dominant, you know, performance. I'm just very pleased with and happy with. I was watching you like in the second moto and I just couldn't remember if I've ever seen you look this good, especially on a track like this. Is this the best you've ever felt, particularly on this track, but even compared to your MX2 days? Yeah, I felt, I, felt, I felt so great on the track. You know, I mean, like I said, it's not my really my favorite track, but today, you know, when you get out front from the first lap and basically from the second turn and you can just do your own thing like it's a training session because you can just focus on your riding and your own lines and you don't have to, you know, battle with your competition that... It makes it easy work. On a day like today or a weekend like this, starts are particularly important because, let's be honest, the prep wasn't great. It was better today than yesterday, but this isn't exactly the best two Chantal we've seen. No, I think the best I've seen it was with the Nations. I think in 2013, the track was really rough and a lot of pace to pass. I remember Tomek, I think in that second moto, he came from like uh, mid-back to second. No, I think it was first moto. He came from almost mid-back to second before he, he got a big get-off on that on that uh, leapy jump, so on the high jump. So I think it was uh, not the best I've seen it, but I think today it was pretty decent and good. If you compare this event to last year, obviously you swapped moto wins with Tony. Yeah. Do you think that you were so dominant today because you're so much better than last year or he's gotten worse? Or is it a little bit of both? Um, I definitely think he did not get worse, but uh, last year my stars weren't on point and uh, today they were because last year I started both motos outside top five, I think. And now I was after one turn, I was leading both motors. So, and his stars last year were both whole shots, and now he didn't, you know, start within the top five. I think so. I think it was because of his bad stars and my good stars that it was a different result this year compared to last year. Watching you uh, heading into the corner before pit lane, obviously everyone was doubling as you came off the start straight. Everyone was kind of using the uh, bank on the side of the track to get the lift whereas you were doing it in the middle of a track. How difficult was that, and what kind of went into it from a technical standpoint? Well, I actually didn't see the line. I only saw the line, uh, like, end of the second or last few laps, that they went through the bank and then jumped like a double while I went through the middle and I just rolled the first one and then just will tap some bumps. So, um, yeah, it was... Yeah, I just... I, did, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, because in the second moto, obviously, you stopped doing that. So that was just because you didn't feel like jumping from the middle it was worth the risk or what was that i mean there was not really a lip from the middle so that's why we you know nobody basically jumped from the middle but that's they all jumped. So you were doing it <laughs> yeah I, I did it first moto but i didn't do it i didn't do it second moto uh second one i was just rolling the first one and then there's some wheel tap over the bumps but um yeah on, on one point like like six seven laps ago probably i saw they was jumping from the bank and then i did that and that was actually way f- I, I think it was way faster in the first moto on lap two or so, I noticed that the team told you to improve in sector one. Yeah. You immediately did that, and then through the rest of the day, you were half a second quicker each lap. Was there anything that you can pinpoint that you did there? I'm just a, a good student, I think. <laughs> I just do what they get, what, what I get told. Nah, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't do anything different, particular. I seen sector one to that was then I'm too slow when they put it on the pit board, probably. So I didn't really focus on it too much, but. I, I didn't change lines. I just was a little bit more aggressive, I think. And um, yeah, like I said, didn't change too much. So that's actually pretty weird. Was that the same in the second moto? Because your sprint speed right out of the gate was phenomenal. You were two seconds a lap quicker. Yeah. 
obviously the track didn't develop that much to where you can do special things like a sound track. So was it just a case of feeling the flow maybe a little more technical and just being aggressive? No, I, I felt I felt a good flow, and I was just straight in the zone. Like I was leading, I had my own thing, and I had nobody really behind me pushing me, so I could just focus on my own, my own race, and I think that definitely helped. And uh, finally, you came in with a 29-point lead, I think. You've now got 49. If I told you that coming into the weekend, you would have taken it, but this yeah. doesn't change anything for you, does it? What you're doing is working, so why change? Yeah, I mean, definitely not going to change, and I, I, I remember I came here at this track with 140 or 150-point lead, and then I broke my collarbone, and next GP I almost lost a pinky, and then the next one of after that I dislocate my hip. So doesn't matter how big the, ch- the championship point lead is. I mean, it ain't over until it's over. So definitely, I prefer to be 48 points up front instead of behind. But like I said, it doesn't doesn't mean a thing. It's almost like those injuries look they sucked, but they maybe helped you for your career in the long run because you've got this outlook of a veteran like Tony like you kind of know how to play this game now yeah and I think it's very important to be consistent and and be good and be good at every single race and that's what we try to do I think if you look my average from this year my worst from out of the eight GPs was a third place in one moto and all the other ones were first or second so until now I've been very consistent I know I'm not going to be first second or third for 18 rounds probably or uh, for 20 rounds so uh, yeah it's um, it's it's important to be consistent you've seen like Anderson he won a championship that way Caroli and Dungey won multiple times championships that way so I think the main thing is to really be consistent and try to win when I can and when I can't win I just try to be on the box or at least be close to the box Antonio Caroli MXGP of Germany 6-6 on the day obviously you gave up a lot of points if you want to put a positive spin on it then I guess if this is going to be your worst day then you'll take it but maybe you don't want to put a positive spin on it because it wasn't great yeah, it was uh, six and five because uh, second model was five, so a little bit better. But still, uh, not uh, for sure, not uh, not a good day at all. Uh, yes, it was good. Actually, I felt good. The speed was good, and uh, after I get this uh, problem with uh, with my bike on the on the with the launch control, and then uh, I had to stop, uh, try to fix it. Then uh, seven with the gate peak. Which is not the, the, the best here because all all the inside gates uh, seems to be the with both start uh, very good and uh, that's what we we, sh- we had to do it you know I'd stay in the top three was my goal for yesterday and then uh, it's a little problem I I had to give up this th- third place but yeah the first the first gate were too too important here the ground is more hard on the inside and uh, we know it already from last year and. Uh, Already after the fifth gate was was not the best, so both starts not good and uh, yeah on this track is uh, it was unbelievable, unbelievable uh, the roost uh, the the pain and uh, the stones and uh, was very difficult to pass and uh, both models I get the sal in front which is one of the toughest guy in uh, in the series to pass and uh, yeah I couldn't really make the pass it was uh, when I was trying to change line I was uh, lost uh, meters and uh, yeah it was 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 not the best uh, the best race for sure. I think you were, you were alongside Lupino in that first race, and he obviously hit a gate. Did that impact your start at all? It looked like you got a worse jump than you typically yeah, would. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, that also was also not helping. He hit the gate, and uh, Glenn next to me, and uh, and Lieber also moves a lot. And uh, yeah, we 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 almost uh, all uh, you know start bad, and uh, for sure it didn't help. But uh, you know this is not excuse for sure. We we had to. We had to be more uh, consistent with the start and trying to stay uh, as much as possible on the top three with the start. And uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't do it. So 
was was my mistake for sure this uh this uh we're gonna pay very very expensive uh these uh problems but uh, we will see from the next ones when you started outside the top five in that first moto did you think that you stood a chance to get on the podium or did you already know that on this track it was going to be very 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 difficult yeah i still had i think i was still having, having a chance you know but then uh, with the crash uh, i lost again uh, the contact with the clement and then uh, i tried I had to make a gap again uh, to close the gap back to him and then was uh since i was in the back again he was pushing very hard again and yeah it was difficult to pass so uh, okay, my plan was to, to that second model to do a little bit better and uh, try to make it to the podium because it's my goal always, you know, to finish always on the podium. Yeah, uh, again, uh, not the best start, even worse than the first model. So uh, I was like 12, 13 and then in the first lap and uh, yeah, um, was difficult to come through the back. Very what did you think of the track prep this uh, weekend? Because there are a lot of comments about it being too dry and not enough lines yesterday. It looked like they put a lot of water down overnight, but it didn't look like it made too big a difference. I don't know. Normally, I always like uh, a lot of ruts, you know, but uh, I think it was a little bit too too deep this time uh, and uh, too slow, the track. And and, and the good ruts uh, were, were only one. And in the corner, was most of the time, was the inside line was the, the fastest and, uh, and the rest was muddy and uh, slippery and... Uh, yeah, so I think the track preparation, if they make it uh, a little bit less ripped and, uh, you know, keep it a little bit more hard pack style, uh, would be a little bit easier to make a pass. And uh, and But yeah, it was for everybody it was the same, so it's not really an excuse, you know. So uh, a little bit strange preparation, but, you know, they always do, they try to do their best, you know, for the track. In the first moto, it seemed like it, you, it took you longer than other guys to start doubling after you come across the start straight. Was there any reason for that? Uh, yeah, I mean, normally it's uh, the jump, uh, it's always the same every year, uh, but uh, from yesterday to today, they make the, the double a little bit more, uh, really a double. Yesterday was not even the, the landing, and this morning there was, so it was kind of difficult to make the, the speed there and uh, to, 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 to make it uh, the, on the first time, but then I see some guys, some guys in front uh, was making it, and, but yeah, this is not really a place where you make a lot of difference uh, on this track uh, you know if we have free in front of you you can make a very good speed uh, that's uh, what we see with Jeffrey he had a good start and um, the lap times were very good but uh, you know when you have freeway and you have a good start uh, this kind of track you, if you ride smooth and good normal like uh, right gears everywhere you can make a good uh, good speed and good rhythm but when you're in the pack and try to change line all the time and uh, jumping from ra- one rats to the other you also get a little bit tired because it's very, uh, very nervous, you know, and trying to, to make the best uh, of it and don't crash. And uh, finally, I'm guessing you're around 45 points down now. Does that change anything for you? Are you sat here just mad, pissed off and no. don't want to talk about it? Or no, no. I guess, if anything, you know what you need to do now. No, no, I mean, uh, for sure, uh, I mean, I'm not pissed off at all because... Uh, I mean, Jeff is deserving it uh, at the moment. He's, uh, he's very fast and very consistent. And uh, it's, um, you know, myself making a lot of mistakes and uh, make it, making, making it a little bit easier for him. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, for me, it's important to, to try to figure it out again the starts and, uh, and try to stay in front from, all, from the next races and uh, try to stay in front with him and, uh, and battle for the win. That's, uh, that's the only thing that for me matters, you know. But... Uh, this, uh, this this kind of starts shouldn't happen, and uh, we'll try to fix it. Go to Paulin, uh, MXGP of Germany. On the podium again, that's two in a row, so 
positive, I guess. Two hole shots as well. There's not really much to uh, complain about. Yeah, you know, uh, it has been a long time that I'm working hard to start because it has been, it has been my weak points uh, since the beginning of the season. And uh, I was uh, putting myself on the bad position always. And now with two hole shots this weekend, for sure the hard work pay off. So... Uh, it, it begins, you know, uh, championship is long, uh, it's uh, going um, GP after GP goes by really quick, so you need to react and, uh, and it's what I do, so happy with a consistent day. Uh, now I want to stay a bit more upfront for sure. Did you make any changes to the bike this week to impact your starts? Like, did you come here knowing that it was going to be better? We did uh, <clears throat> some change before Latvia, and it, Latvia was uh, was already much better. So here, you know, I've put myself on a good position, and then uh, and then uh, three good starts. So I'm happy about. But uh, before Latvia, we, we've had some changes. It sounds like you injured your back or something yesterday. Something happened there. Yesterday, you know, on the right uh, corner before to step on the, on the <clears throat> on the first uh, corner from the start, you know, uh, I really went uh, in the bank like normal. You know, it wasn't the bank, it was the ruts, and uh, I really hit it uh, really hard. You know, I feel bit, really bad pain on my back, and the lap after, I saw that was a stone. You know, the stone that you you make the parking with uh, those square stones, and uh, for sure, like the the shock didn't work on that. It's uh, the, the thing has been moving under under the rear wheel and. I get all the electricity in my back, so it was pretty uh, painful today on the on the deep ruts, especially at the the morning uh, warm up. So it was pretty tough, but uh, yeah, it's not the, the best uh, the best week to to do it at the, on the quality race because then it's tough for, for the day after. But uh, I make it good, you know. And uh, yeah, when you're when you're on the on the rush in the in the game, then you don't think about it. But the last few laps, you know, when you when you then ride a bit more, when you mellow down, like uh, the last lap of the second moto, then I was like in a pain. But yeah, now we have a week off, so I can recover from it. Had that not happened, do you feel like you could have held on for a 2-2 today? Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, without mistake, I could have done it. Um, wasn't even a mistake, was bad the line choice. And uh, in the first sector, um, yeah, it is like it is, no excuse. But uh, of course, I could have made the second second because uh, the team wasn't faster. It was more more sharp on the, on the, on the line and... Um, in the first sector when he passed me uh, first and second moto second moto yes was a mistake then I went off the track the first moto then uh, yeah he went on the outside was more dry a better rut so yeah you until you do 1-1 one, one, you know you're always complaining when you're a high level sportsman so this is what I do but now today was a third third for me speaking of a 1-1 one, one, you got a good look at Jeffrey Hurlings in both motos did you see anything interesting anything that you hadn't thought of yeah, he looks really strong, consistent, and uh, making his own. Uh, he don't pull out, pull out when when he's right there, but then when he start to get his in his comfort zone, then then he go away. And uh, I saw him; it was really interesting. So I'm gonna work on on this to to make it happen, to make it better. But yeah, he's he's um, he's, uh, he's running out of mistakes, and uh, and he put himself in the right spot always, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, looks like uh, he's really, really consistent, really, really consistent. And uh, either track, you know, if he's on the sand or if he's on the hard pack, so need to to look forward and to to reach the next step to 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 win. And uh, finally, now that you've got your start styled in, is there anything in particular that you want to improve moving forward? Everything, <laughs> everything needs to be improved. But uh, but we're there, you know. Training goes good. Uh, I didn't uh, show what I do on the training, on the racing. I, I feel I, I ride a bit better on the on the training. And normally it was the opposite way before. So uh, now I uh, now that I do this, uh, looking forward to to put everything together on the racing day for sure. Tommy Sell, MXGP of Germany. You're back, which is the first good thing. And then solid weekend, no issues. 
you kind of plugged away at it and that's what you needed to do I guess yeah really nice to be back at the GPs um it's, it's very difficult obviously coming back off an injury and taking a little bit of time away and with me not racing much in general over the past 18 months um it's difficult to come back the, the way the track's cut up and um just how the tracks are with the hills and the, everything going on it's so so technical so it takes a little bit of time getting back used to that but um the only way to do it and get used to it is to be back racing the gp so nice to be back here and a steady weekend i think i was around like 16 um I, I don't know where I was yesterday in the qualifying race actually but um, it wasn't that far up but I, um, I felt better as the day went on and again today I felt better as the day went on I had two point scoring rides nothing nothing amazing nothing like that I'm really that chuffed about but I'm happy to be going home from here um, healthy got through the weekend and um, I improved throughout and uh, yeah I have no doubt that where I know I can be out there and, and fighting in the top 10 but it's going to take a little bit of time and and that's just how it is. Is this kind of what you expected coming back? Like you say, it's going to take time. Do you think it's going to take more time than you thought now, less? Um, not really more time, I don't think. I think I just need to get a good start. That that helps. That's, that's, yeah, when you haven't got a good start, it's so difficult out there. You know, If I can get a top 10 off a start, then I think I can run with them at least for a little bit. You know, Even if I'm in how I am now, you just sort of get dragged along with it. And um, yeah, we're how I am I can I can follow those lines and stuff at least for a decent amount of time even if my fitness isn't where it needs to be on a track like this but uh, difficult when you get a bad start I'm not in a position or my fitness isn't there to make up time or race on the people that are in front it's just that's just where I'm at at the moment but yeah it does take time how long it'll take I don't know but I think um, hopefully not too long you obviously did some races last year but none on a track like this so considering you haven't been on a track like this in two years or whatever were you surprised at how much it cut up and everything? Just when you go out there, you just ride around on the first lap and you just think, oh, like, what's going on? You just look at the lines and there's just not one of them's any good. You just, whether you go outside or inside, the lines are just all all messed up. It's, um, it just takes, um, takes a little bit of getting your head around. You just have to ride very not cautious because can't be cautious because the pace is too fast to be cautious i think you just have to be a little bit comfortable being uncomfortable out there on a track like that and um when i'm coming back like this yeah that's that's quite hard to do at the moment i want to i want to build up and i need to build up because if i try and do too much too soon then i end up setting myself back again so it's important to um take it step by step you've done a fair few races at tushantol in your time this weekend the prep wasn't great was it like it was better today but yesterday was probably the worst one you've seen i don't know when i turned up here on friday i said come back after walking the track and i thought it was the best it's uh, it's the best it's ever seen best it's ever been i even come back i said wow whoever's done the track's done a lovely job like everything was so good i just think you're riding on a track like this from i think they start at 8 a.m and they finish at 6 p.m like that's 10 hours of racing it's non-stop like you can't you can't keep a track in prime conditions for that time it's physically impossible and um so it is a hard job for anyone i think they just like in the last race of the day the track was probably in some areas the best it's been but in others really really um yeah dry and and cut up and the ruts were like concrete but then other places they ripped it up and uh, it was really really nice like it was the best it was all weekend so it's it's a tough to say how they can do it, how they can improve because you know I think a little bit more 
of fixing a track but then some people say no leave it because it's more technical they can't win I mean this morning the track was so wet in practice but then it was so dry in our last race so what can you do you you need to almost have the track terrible at one point and wet to keep it good all day and uh, finally something odd always seems to happen to you I heard like DeSalle fell into you on the start line sounds like a throwback to your East Kent days (laughs) yeah he fell over on the start line I think he's he um he got caught up and then but it was no problem it, it is what it is but I got a terrible start after that so but I can't blame that on him really my second start was actually really good but I was just a little bit far out um but other than that the weekend was was quite good I I enjoyed being back at the races with the team they've done a good job my bike my bike feels actually really good considering um, just coming onto a track like this that I haven't really done any testing at or anything and just coming off the just coming back into it on a track so technical I was actually really happy with my bike we made a few changes throughout the weekend with the suspension and um, and my engine just actually made it a little bit slower during the weekend because of how the track was and um, less aggressive so um, yeah there was a lot of positives throughout the weekend and uh, yeah like I said before I don't have any doubt that I can be up in the mix with the with the, the front runners I just need I just need time and um, some laps and some races under my belt Jorge Prado MXGP of Germany you won a GP which is great but you didn't gain points on Jonas so I guess from that aspect you're maybe a tiny bit disappointed no it was a great GP uh, honestly I raced here already twice and it's the first time I finished inside the top 10 and so I'm, I'm really happy it's a really difficult track really special track as well and um, today racing went really good. Yesterday I felt great, so I'm happy I could take the win and build some good confidence. Uh, lately I'm riding pretty good, so yeah, super happy with the win. I was looking closely at the times, and it seems like sector two, which I'm guessing would be the step up over the back yeah. and step down. You were half a second quicker, second quicker. Yeah. Did you have anything special over there? Uh, no, I don't even don't know i don't even know really good the sectors but uh yeah i think that's the one of the thri- triple and you mean today i was quicker yeah, yeah i don't know I, w- I think we were riding everybody same line so i was just probably a bit more smooth carrying more speed and yeah nothing special really yesterday probably yes because i was one of the only ones jumping the triple i don't know if i was the only one and there you could gain some time probably but today it was just not possible with 250 so yeah, I don't know. Just nothing special. <laughs> it seems like you were definitely the fastest guy all weekend, even in that first moto, because you managed to close up on pools. You had a few goes at it, but did you even have any idea where you could make the pass? Did you know, even if you got right on him, it was going to be very, very difficult? And I was, since the start, well, after he passed me in the second corner, uh, I was trying to figure out where I could make the pass, where I could, you know, make the move to pass and I just there was no place in the track I, I that I thought it was possible but uh, yeah I last three laps I, I was pushing quite hard and then I found some new lines but yeah of course it was already too late but uh, no it was just difficult motor behind him uh, I was I feel I felt that I was faster but I just couldn't couldn't pass him <laughs> I saw a few fans say that maybe you should have been more aggressive with him could, did you feel like if you wanted to, you could have maybe made it stick with an aggressive, over-the-line, dirty pass? I don't know. I'm not really that kind of guy. Um, I'm, I never made, I think, a block pass in my whole life, like really block pass. So 
for me it's uh, going to that point it's uh, a bit um, risky so I prefer to race clean because that's the most fun so uh, I and anyway if I want to make a block pass that wouldn't help anything so no I'm happy that I didn't do anything stupid I guess after that first motor you were putting even more pressure on yourself for the start in the second yeah, one sure. did you know that if you didn't get a whole shot maybe you would lose six points yeah sure um, well that if he starts first but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah we are both good starters and uh, the track was tough difficult to pass it was like yeah it was not possible to pass so uh, yeah it was really important so coming to the gate I, the only goal let's say for the motor was to start first and honestly, second motor didn't go perfect at the start, but uh, I don't know how I managed to grab the whole shot, which is really good. So once I got the whole shot, I just uh, tried to push a little bit the first laps. I had uh, good adrenaline from the first motor, and uh, yeah, fitness is good, so I was super happy. Looking back at um, your results from Tushintol, like you said, they haven't been great. Coming into the weekend, were you maybe a bit nervous that they weren't going to be great again? Or did you know that you're so much better this year that no matter the track, no matter the conditions, you can get the job done? Yeah, this year, I think no matter the conditions, I can, I can, I can ride good. So I'm not really stressed about any track. Uh, every track is a new opportunity to, to gain some points on, on poles. And I uh, will try to do my best in every single GP to try to get to the closest possible. And uh, finally, a few people are talking about this. I've already asked you once, but we'll do it again next year. Originally, it sounded like you were going to go to America. Are you getting any closer to making a decision? If no, I'm really focused on the on this season. But uh, honestly, I really want to uh, move to the 450 class inside uh, this team right now, KDM Factory Racing Team, inside in the uh, let's say Claudio De Carli structure and. So that's basically one of my goals, try to, to get in the 450 with the help of Claudio. And uh, this year we are together, uh, we make a lot of improvements and he really cares about me and that's something that I appreciate a lot. And I really like when someone makes uh, everything to, you know, he tries to do the best so I, I can perform the best. So he looks every single thing, small things just to make myself better. And it gives me a lot of confidence. So, back to the question. Honestly, not. I will stay here in GP. Are you surprised just how happy and comfortable you are with this team? Like, coming into the season, did you expect it to be this good? Because you were so set on America in the past, but for it to change your mind, that's massive. Yeah, yeah this team is unbelievable. Also, uh, like, just coming to the GPs, this year it's totally different than last year. The coming to a GP and how you feel I don't know it's difficult to explain but this year I feel so much relaxed and and different than last year I, this like I see them every day so it's easy come to the track and the easy communication also with the pit board and everything at the track uh, Claudio comes to every single training he knows how I ride he can give me really good ad- advices because of course he knows what I can do so he also uh, knows where I can risk and when I can't. Normally I can't risk because that's dangerous always. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, just uh, he knows me really well. So um, that makes everything so much different. I think you can even see 
how this situation's working better with your relationship with Paul's. I've seen you guys this weekend laughing, joking with, together. Maybe if you were right under the same awning, that wouldn't have happened. Uh, I mean, we, st- we are teammates. Uh, you always need to be friendly with your concurrents or uh, riders. I mean, I'm not a guy that... I'm a pretty friendly guy, so I'm talking good with everyone. I don't have any special guy that I'm like, no, I don't like that guy. I mean, I'm pretty normal, so yeah, I always try to enjoy the moment because now we we are fighting for the title, and I think in a few years um, it will be great to look back and see how much I enjoyed all this. Uh, Calvin Vlanderin, MXGP of Germany. Finally, I guess, all seven rounds of speed's been there and it, the results should have been better, but stuff kept happening and you finally put it all together. Yeah, definitely. You know, to put it together is not easy, you know, to get two solid motors in and we did that today, going 3-3 for third overall. It's been coming for a while. I had the speed the whole season, just been a bit up and down here and there. I think we've been quite consistent in the top 10, which is why I'm still sixth in the championship. So, um, you know, we're looking to build on that and get better each race. So this this result gives me quite a lot of confidence going into the next rounds and um, and hopefully, you know, keep this momentum going into the into the next races. With every week that there were crashes and other issues that held you back in the points, were you feeling more pressure? Obviously, you're on a factory team now. So I guess maybe you're putting more pressure on yourself to deliver? Um, I am. The team is really easy with that. They don't put a lot of pressure on me. But personally, I put a lot of pressure because I know how much time and effort the guys put in to to make me the bike 100% on the weekend, you know, for me to race. So to give back to them and have this podium is, is a bit of a relief for me. You know, you see Tim, he's doing great the last few races. And and um, I've also been doing well, but not um, not where I want to be. And, and to get this result like today, it's it's a, it's a good good booster, booster for the next weeks. That second moto obviously sealed third overall for you. And it was close at the end. But one particular thing that I think actually got you the result was sector two. Watson was coming and coming, and then every time you got to that part of the track, you were putting another second, half a second on him. Was there anything particular you were doing there that made you realise you were that good? Everyone was saying that section two, I was I was good the whole weekend. I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, I just, you know, after the after the second race also, oh, section two was so good. I was like, I, I saw Jonas and part of the... the um, the first motor in front of me and they also were doing exactly the same thing as me so I don't know what I was doing special there but it's good to see that in one particular place of the track I was I was winning time and and like you said that second motor was really tough with Watson pushing um, the last few laps I think my heart rate was about 200 the, the last two laps so you know it's good to put it together you know with such pressure on you have to stay stay calm and and uh, not make mistakes and I think I did that quite well. I think people forget that, that you've been at this a while, you've shown great speed a ton, but you've only ever had one podium finish. Mm-hmm. So that first moto, when you're right on the leaders, you could see them the whole time, even that, that must have been a huge breakthrough for you. Definitely. Um, I, I could see a pro, uh, Prado was was a little bit faster than, than Jonas, I could see that, and he was kind of held up, couldn't get past, and, and that helped, made me get closer to them, which is which was cool, you know, I was... I came off the first motor, I was pumped, you know, I was just having so much fun out there with riding and, and I really enjoyed it. It's a really good confidence booster for me because I, I know I have the speed to be up there, but to actually do it in two motors, it's, it's, it's great. Looking at the team as a whole, what's the biggest difference being on HRC compared to HSF last year? Um, it's been a big um, 
big change for me you know have it's having so many people around you you know it took me about two weeks just to know everyone's name like it's just so many you know with Japanese and to to everyone you know it's so many people and such a big big company so that's was kind of the difference as last year it was a privateer team and and now it's factory team so you, you do feel a little bit more pressure but um, it's been quite a good switch for me the the, the first couple of races I struggled with the bike to be honest um, also with myself but now I'm starting to feel more home with the team and and uh, they've made me made me very welcome and I'm very happy to be a part of such a great team I'm guessing with the Japanese and everything a lot's expected from you in testing so even as has that been a transition like you're a good test rider can you feel little things on the bike and communicate that coming into this year I'm a, I was terrible at testing um, t- Tuesday and Wednesday we have testing again this week so we do a lot of testing but with the more testing we do I start to learn the bike more and more so I know what I want as a rider before it was kind of like I didn't know exactly what I wanted and what was better what was not better um, so it was also difficult for the mechanics to to know what I wanted but now uh, with testing so much I I kind of starting to learn the bike and learn what I want and moving forward obviously you want to be on the podium again but bigger picture do you want to get a win before the end of the year it's obviously possible you could have pulled it off today definitely that's the goal um, obviously the season is very long and uh, I want to keep getting podiums that's that's also the goal but not to not to do anything stupid you know it's um if I'm still in the top five overall each weekend I'm happy you know there's uh, there's a lot of good riders good fast riders and and uh, it's not not easy to get such a to be on the podium each weekend but uh, to get a to get a win here and there would be great Anthony Rodriguez and XGP of Germany uh, debut with Kimi Yamaha. I I didn't know what to expect from you. I'm guessing you didn't know what to expect. Practice was rough. You turned it around a little bit for the motos, and I guess that improvement is what you want to see. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I went back to US after a wet last year, and I tried racing one outdoor, and I broke my arm. So it was, I think, two months off. And ever since I've been riding Supercross, I have not touched an outdoor track in so long. It's almost over a year well it's over a year for sure and so you know changing bikes new everything i mean from head to toe new everything new colors new bike new sport almost i mean yeah i'm happy with the results no well let me take that back i'm not happy with the results but i'm happy with my performance i gave it a hundred percent every time i was out there and each time i went out there i got better and it shows in the papers and like I said, it's not the results I want, but I can't ask for much more. Not, I mean, I've ridden three times on an outdoor track since Aweda, basically. And, and I'm still riding Seva's suspensions and stuff. With, you know, everything was such a last-second thing. So a lot of things can get better. I'm super happy with the bike. I love the power. I mean, the team's amazing. I'm really thankful for this opportunity. And I just can't wait to improve and try and be better each time I get out to the track. You flew in on Sunday, right? So what's happened since then? Like, what's the week been like for you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to remember, honestly, because I had no time to think, honestly. I received the call after Vegas. Um, after Vegas, I did not know what I was going to do. I had no contract, no bike to practice, no nothing. And then on Tuesday, they gave me this call and this opportunity. And I basically bought a plane, got everything without seeing a contract first. It was like blind, you know, like, whatever it comes, I'm taking it. And obviously I flew here, not knowing what to expect, and then the team welcomed me. And it was amazing the way they welcomed me, and we were lucky enough to get three days in of riding. Um, different tracks for sure, one of them was like a turn track with a few jumps. 
but it was good to just get on the bike because like i said i have not ridden motocross since aweda basically so yeah i stayed in a hotel and not much time for thinking i still have no european cell phone so i talked to my parents and family and friends just when i get to the hotel so yeah it's pretty difficult what about the adaption to the Yamaha over the Honda? Obviously, you're on a KTM in Supercross, so you're going from Austrian to a Japanese bike. I'm guessing that's in itself made it more difficult than last year? Yeah, it's quite similar than switching to Honda because, you know, you ride a bike and you get so used to it that anything else is a different world. But with the Yamaha, I have to say it was 15% easier than the Honda just because I rode it basically my whole life. I believe I was factory Yamaha in Venezuela when I was really young maybe 2007 then i moved to america it was all yamaha all the way up to 2015 and then one year off to Cowies, one year back in yamaha and then that's when i switched to um, honda and now ktm back to yamaha and going back to the yamaha was the easiest for sure it's like even though it's a different frame than the last one i rode it's quite similar from what you said before it sounded like the team contacted you if you didn't push this, I guess that's really positive because that means teams over here are now considering you for opportunities like this, which means you did do something right the last time. Well, basically, I had somebody behind me. He was like an angel, basically. He was working for this without me knowing. He didn't want to tell me or anything like this until it was official. And, yeah, he did the work for me, and I'm really thankful for that. I couldn't, I mean, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. If it wasn't for this, I'd probably be mowing grass in the U.S. or something like this, honestly. So I got to thank him, but he was the one that started all of this. Um, Sever's out with a torn ACL, and they've said that you're going to get as many races until he's back. Obviously, a torn ACL, it's likely that he might not get back this year. Have you been given an amount of races that you're going to get? Basically, in the paper, it says just what you said. So I have no idea. I mean, I feel bad for the guy, obviously, so hopefully he can be back as soon as possible. I mean, I've I've done both of my ACLs before, and I know how devastating it is. So I truly do feel bad for him. I don't know what kind of surgery he's doing. You know, there's three different ways of fixing it with a patella tendon, hamstring, or holograph. So depending on the options he takes, I don't know how long it's going to take. So I don't know how long my stay here is going to be. But if he doesn't come back for the rest of the season, then it is for the rest of the season. Is an opportunity like this a gamble for you? Like, can you make money from being a fill-in rider in Europe like this? Or is this literally a roll of the dice and hope that maybe next year you'll pick up a paid ride? It's like you said, it's a roll of the dice. I mean, I have not... There's, It's hard to explain, you know. It's almost like an investment. You come here, you try to show your potential. I like this opportunity for sure better than the Honda because it's longer. When I was with Honda, I had literally like six days of riding between the two weeks that I raced. It was like two days before Ottobiano and three before Portugal. And I really couldn't show my full potential. So with this one, I got a better chance and i'm gonna take advantage of it and hopefully you know fight and show the 450 teams that i can do something with the right preparation because unfortunately i don't have another 250 year because of my age unless i go back to america so basically the plan right now is just impress stay healthy and give it my 100 percent are you on the full kimia program like uh, ben watson like are you working with jackie vimond and all of that yeah this is the other plus of it this is something that I believe can take my riding to the next level at the moment because to be quite honest the last three years I have not had a full preparation for the beginning of the seasons they have been like very late contracts maybe one month of preparation before the supercrosses 
And with this, I feel like the whole program training with Jackie and Ben is going to help me to get to my 100% and see what my full potential can actually be. Hey, uh, Brent Bandonic, MXGP of Germany. Let's get straight to it. <laughs> Things aren't going great at the moment. It sounds like you're going to, you, well, you need a ride now. The last GP with um, the Husqvarna team's done. What's that situation? Do you have a plan for the upcoming GPs? Do you have any teams interested? What's the future look like for you? Uh, yeah, first of all, you know, I had a big injury this winter, so I had surgery four times, four surgeries, and I started riding in February. And I have to say, the first two weeks I saw already that it was a mess in the team. I mean, it was like I had no material at home for training. Like the last two, three weeks, I had no practice because I had no bike anymore. I mean, the engine was broken, so... And, uh, yeah, for now, it doesn't look that that good, you know. I mean, there are a few options where I can go. So, I think I will decide tomorrow or, or Tuesday where I will go. I think it will be again on a, on a KTM or a Skifarna, I think. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's always good to maybe replace an injured rider, but uh, at the moment, there are not so many places. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's hard. Even going to USA would be an option. I mean, I, I, I will do it. If I have a good chance there and a good team, I, I will do it. So, uh, yeah. From the moment that you started with the team then, did you immediately realise that all of the stuff you were promised in the contract and everything, it wasn't going to be like that at all? No, they promised a lot, but I didn't got, <laughs> I didn't got anything of that. I mean... Uh, the mechanics, they were really good guys, I have to say. They work so hard and uh, I feel bad for them, you know, when it, because of the team stops. But, yeah, like, actually the team boss, I never saw him, like, on a GP or I, I saw him two, three times maybe. I think he just wanted to... Uh, he didn't want to see me because then he knew I would ask for money or something like that. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, no, it's, it's fin- you know, it was hard today to, to focus on the race because there was so much going on with the team and... Uh, they picked up all the material, all the bikes after the second moto, so that was that wasn't fun. But uh, yeah, I, I need to stay motivated, and uh, there are a few options. So uh, I will be back in Metally Basin, I think, on a different bike, different team. But uh, I can't say which team because we need, yeah, need to see, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, at least if I can finish the season, then I'm happy. I mean, if I can find something. You mentioned money there, and I guess that's something that most people will overlook. People think, oh, he's just lost his team. Yeah. It sounds like you've lost a lot more than like that. It's not yeah. like you've got to just worry about how you're getting to the races. It's how you're going to pay your bills, live from Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I don't live at my parents' home anymore, you know. I also need to pay my bills and, and my house and everything. So, uh, yeah, to be honest, I didn't got anything. I, I mean, it's hard, but, uh, you know, money is, isn't the only thing in life, you know. I mean... For me, uh, the bike is on the first first place, you know. If I have a good bike and if, if the mechanics work hard, then, then I'm happy. But yeah, the money is, for sure we need some money also. But uh, the first first thing first thing is uh, are the bikes. I mean, and if the team is, uh, yeah, is well and if they, uh, yeah, the bikes are good. Yeah. Going back to the injury that you had in the off-season, obviously you started late, so I guess Argentina you weren't 100% at all. Even now, do you think you're 100%? Are you at least close to that? Yeah, I was riding three years on the Yamaha, so uh, I had to get used to the Husqvarna also, and that took a while. Uh, yeah, so I started riding in February, 
so yeah i didn't i didn't have enough time to uh, to get used to the bike so the first races were so hard and i had to adapt to the bike and uh, i mean if i look back to argentina maybe I, i i didn't have to ride there maybe i just had to wait a little bit longer and come back when i was a little bit more fit and uh, things like that but like now actually the the last two weekends like from russia actually i started to feel a little bit more comfortable on the bike and the riding was going better and then uh yeah latvia i hurt my knee pretty bad at a big crash there and uh, i wasn't sure if i could ride this weekend but uh yeah the knee healed up a little bit this this week and it didn't look that bad so yeah this weekend was was not great but i showed some speed and i mean uh Yeah, if I just need to find uh, another team and then I can keep building on this, you know, because I start to feel better and better. So hopefully I can show some some, some good results at the end of the year. I guess that's the frustrating thing because other teams, fans, anyone's just going to look at the results and be like, oh, that's yeah. not very good. But they don't understand the team's been a mess. You've had oh, injury yeah. after injury. Like, yes. they don't understand the full no. picture. No, that's right. I mean, it's hard to, uh, to do your job when there are so many things going around, you know, like uh, with the team and it's... It's not fun to uh, to go to a race and and you know that that, that it's probably going to be your last one. I mean, it's hard to stay motivated like that. And uh, like before before the first race today, also they told me like 10 minutes before the race. Yeah, after the second motor, they will pick everything up. Yeah, I mean that's it's not something you need to tell me before the first motor. I mean, uh, but yeah, it's I mean you, you, a rider should be should think about only one thing you know and that's riding and, and have fun and so it's hard like this people even forget that 2015 at Assen you were on the podium yeah. and that was just the start of your career so yes. if everything had gone well you'd still be up there and there's no reason why you can't get back to that yeah maybe like last year I'd also podium in Valkenswaard and then yeah the big crash in Russia and there uh, I torn my ligaments in my wrist and uh, yeah I kept on riding all year and maybe I should shouldn't have done that and Maybe go to surgery directly and uh, get it fixed and be stronger for the year after. But yeah, they want you to ride, you know, also. So yeah, I kept riding and uh, yeah, it was hard also last year when I had to leave Kamea. I mean, it was so hard and that uh, so late in the season. So it was so hard to find another team and because everything was full. And uh, yeah, I thought first first moment I it looked Yeah, it looked not that bad, Ottobiano, and they said they would know it's uh, official Husqvarna team. They would get some good su- support, but I mean, Husqvarna helped a lot. I mean, uh, and me also. Uh, I can't say anything about that. I mean, uh, it's just the team, you know. I mean, the team boss, he yeah, wasn't so fair with Husqvarna actually. Yeah, let's end this on a positive. We're talking about the team and obviously Husqvarna are associated with that, but this is nothing to do with them. They've been great and yeah. it sounds like they've found Ica a team and they're going to try and help you out as well. Yeah, sure, they try to help us. And uh, I mean, we had some decent bikes also this year, but uh, yeah, I mean, nothing against Husqvarna, you know, they helped a lot and uh, they did what they could and it's just a team, they, they messed it up completely and uh, yeah, that's all I can say. <laughs>